0: Hello guys and welcome to my first podcast installment I'm coming to you from beautiful sunny Florida in St. Augustine Florida and I want to welcome you to the mental mastery of your magnetic personality where we are going to be discussing all things having to do with magnetic mental mastery and uh, I just want to thank you for giving me this opportunity to share the knowledge that I've acquired over the years, being a Reiki master, a Qigong instructor, and a Eastern Body Works massage therapist. That has given me an opportunity to really um, work with energy and understand how the mental mastery um, ties in deeply with energy work and how all of it can help you to become more empowered in your life so i want to bring you these insights weekly to help you discover sides of yourself and techniques and methods that you can put into practice in your life to empower yourself and to magnetize that personality creating the identity that you choose so here we go and welcome and welcome back. So here we go. This is the mental mastery of your magnetic personality. I am Baba Buddha. This is the podcast Magnetic Mental Mastery. So hey guys, on today's episode, it's a very uh, special episode for me because it was also the launching of a dual program between my girlfriend who has her own holistic health coaching program and my own mental transformation coaching program and we combine to bring you wholeness of being so I'm going to be sharing that with you today as my first installment with the conversations with Baba Buddha in the Baba Buddha podcast bringing you magnetic mental mastery.
1: Hi guys! Hi. Happy Sunday. Yeah, what's going on? We've got just to give you a little idea of our setup here. Um, we're both streaming onto our individual pages. Okay. So this is no small feat. I'm here on my screen on my computer. We're right next to each other, obviously. Hey
0: guys, and I'm right here online.
1: And then he's streaming on his page from his computer, and I like wish that I could like get like hey, a shot of like all of this. Yeah. To show you.
0: actually i'll have
1: to take a picture and then post it later um anyways and then he's got his phone going here too
0: we're about ready to go live on instagram
1: okay so we have a very um unique little home studio i guess you could say going on here um so i'm going to this is our first time you know coming together and um of joining forces if you will um my people here on rebelistic know uh, know who i am but i'm going to introduce myself for everyone in bruce's world um
0: and also my people here know that this is another installment of conversations with baba buddha Um, and then i'm very honored and excited to be sharing this with my new co-host and of my life
1: yes so i am heather Beebe, hence the name did we already say the name uh, yes. okay never no, <laughs> mind we'll get to that i'm heather um, Beebe, and i am here with my fabulous co-host baba bruce baba, buddha. baba buddha, buddha, um,
0: buddha, buddha
1: and like i touched on we are coming to you live today um to share our combined focus Um, of bringing my holistic wellness approach and Baba's mental uh, mastery transformation uh, practice together into one message.
0: And so we are now going to be the wholeness of being with Baba and Bibi.
1: Yes. Um, So this is going to become a regular Sunday morning um, routine for us. Um, So every Sunday morning at 10, we are going to come live on here to all of you and have a new topic. We'll share ahead of time each week what that topic's going to be. Um, but we're really excited for this new um, uh, kind of venture that we are stepping into. Um,
0: yep, we're going to be sharing with you our morning routine every Sunday.
1: Yeah. And we're excited if you, we hope that you'll choose to be a part of that and uh, join us every Sunday because it's gonna Mm kind of kick off our (laughs) week. (laughs) Um, Kiwi so good. Kiwi is the best. That actually looks like really good fruit. Um, Today, we are going to introduce you to um, the states of being. Um, But before we do that, I would like to tell you a little bit about this man right here, this fabulous, wonderful person who I am blessed to call my Baba. Um, so, a little bit about him. Um, a lot of you on my in my world probably don't know, and you guys might know, but you'll get to hear it again. Um, so, Bruce is originally a country boy from Montana. Yeah. <laughs> um, he spent uh, five years of his early adulthood in the Navy um, as a rescue swimmer, um, and then he was stationed in California. At which time, that kind of led him to um, study, kind of pursue his love of acting and that passion. And he studied um, theater, film, and television at UCLA, and. So then with his love for acting, having been fostered, that led him to teach um, acting for the past 15 years, actually. Um, And then he kind of pursued other passions in his life and he became an Eastern Body Works massage therapist, a Qigong instructor. It's okay if you don't know what Qigong is, that is a he'll get into that.
0: do Qigong.
1: Yes, it's a a style of breath work.
0: it's like Tai Chi yeah. an energy practice.
1: So he will, he'll, he'll get into that in future weeks. But so he became a Qigong instructor, a Reiki energy healer um, as a Reiki master. Um, and he is now living his true purpose, um, which kind of combines all of those things that um, he's kind of acquired over the years and mastered over the years. Um, he's now a mindset transformation coach and author and speaker. Um, and in that world, he's known as Baba Buddha. Um, and it gives me great pleasure to introduce him today. Um, as Baba, as Baba Buddha, or as his friends call him, Baba Bruce.
0: Thank you, baby. Uh, wow, it's so wonderful to hear you say all those wonderful things about me um and you know what i'm completely open and allowing and let it be um accepted as my truth that yes i am all of that and right um that's part of you know being wholeness of being is being able to accept um, compliments in that way and and let it in and and be gracious and grateful and, and also own it, right? Um, so, yeah, you know, I am a country boy from Montana. I grew up in the wilderness. I love uh, the mountains. I love the outdoors. I think that's why Heather and I get along so great together. We love to go camping and stuff. Um, but, you know, I I knew that there was something more for my life than just being from a small town in Montana. So I, you know, joined the Navy. You know, it's not just a job. It's an adventure. <laughs> By the way, do you know what Navy stands for? Never again volunteer yourself. <laughs> But uh, the reason I became a rescue swimmer is because I already had something inside of me that I made a decision early on. I said, you know what? I want to save lives and not take them. So I made a very serious commitment early on in my life that that was a path I was going to take. I wasn't going to be the person who went over and fought to kill, you know, to save lives or whatever. Um, but I was going to be the one that would actually go and save lives. And I actually would learn how to save the enemy as well because it's a human life, right? Um Fast forward to, you know, where I'm at now in my life, where, um, well, not fast forward that far, but fast forward to, you know, being in uh, California, San Diego, where I um, got out of the Navy, went into a theater conservatory program where I learned all about theater. I felt completely in love. I felt at home amongst the misfits, right? Who, 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 like, I'm like crazy right now, right? (laughs) So it was a place where I really got to... um, become more of who I've always been inside, right? And so then I was blessed and fortunate enough to have been accepted into the wonderful school of theater, film, television at UCLA, absolutely fell in love with directing and writing. And that's where I really developed my love for teaching other actors. And the thing that was so powerful about that for me is being able to watch people in their struggle, their emotional vulnerabilities and I was just able to draw out from within them their most authentic truth, and I would help them uncover, you know, limiting beliefs that they had in themselves and where those came from. And I was doing it to help them be able to create more full, well-rounded characters. But you know, that didn't even know that later on in my life how well that would serve me. So then, fast forward to where you know life happened. You know, it happens to all of us. Um, I. Was in some you know toxic relationships toxic situations um i allowed myself to become um distracted and completely pulled away from my path and so luckily i did have a moment where i said ah, hey time to get back on path so i did i became a um eastern body works massage therapist because i knew i wanted to learn more about energy And so as an Easter body massage therapist, I learned all about meridians and about energy in the body. And that's what led me to studying Qigong. And then I became a Qigong instructor because that's all about energy, qi The qi of the Qigong is energy, right? And so learning how to harness that energy for healing purposes. And it was there that I was introduced to breath work. Let me tell you, that was the transformation that my life, Completely zeroed in, and I became an intentional living being, and started to feel more of a calling, and knew that I was destined for more than just you know the things that I was doing in my life. Um, so then I became a Reiki energy healer, and um, you know started using that ability to help heal other people and bring the healing energy through me. The thing about being a Reiki energy healer is we are, we are not a healer ourselves. All we are is a conduit. We are a straw, and we channel the energy. And to feel the energy channeling through you is one of the most beautiful experiences I can imagine um, and experience. And so I've uh, recently became a Reiki master. So now I'm very uh, excited about how that path has led me to, like she said, really deciding to go in and say, okay, you know, I want to help people understand how is energetic healing able to really help you heal right and when i when i'm talking about healing i'm talking about healing from the the whole being of yourself and it starts with the mind it starts with your thoughts and it starts with thinking and programs and things like that and i'm not going to get into all that detail that's going to come in the weeks ahead as we continue to share stuff with you um so that's just a little bit about me i wanted to share with you guys uh we'll be sharing more about ourselves as we continue along this journey But I don't want to let my beautiful co-host sit here and not be able to tell you about her amazing story. This wonderful woman, pardon me as I put on some glasses, because I'm almost 50 years old. Can you believe it? Um, She's also from a small town in Ontario, Canada, from the wilderness. So again, hey, both come from very similar backgrounds, right? Um, But you know what? Those cold, harsh winters of Canada, which I don't blame her, those (laughs) cold, harsh winters of Montana, you know, she was just kind of like over that, and the beautiful sunshine of Florida and the beaches of Florida and the sun and everything was calling to her. So, in 2006, this amazing young woman with a beautiful young baby daughter, <laughs> I get emotional. It's a beautiful story. She left on her own and came all the way down here to Florida to start a life, and that took so much courage and I and I honor you for the courage that that took to do that. Um so then she spent the next 15 years in a preschool industry, you know, bringing this beautiful heart that she has to taking care of the most precious, you know, precious gifts, you know, that each family has in, in their lives and you know, she was in various roles throughout that time being able to bring just amazing service to these families and these children, um, where she ultimately you know, became a director of her own school, where she was the, the one that was responsible for all these beautiful children. And the families just love her. And, and when she knew that it was time for her to move on to her bigger purpose, these families were so sad to see her go. Some of them even gave her wonderful gifts. She's not wearing her rebel gift right now. No. But, um, but it just lets you know how much she really touched those lines. and but she has she has a bigger purpose and a bigger calling. So that's led her to where she is today, where she has become a certified um, life coach, health coach, health coach. Um, and I'm gonna let her tell you know her story about that and really explain more about that herself. But you know she's become a holistic wellness coach, and this is where she gets to empower women to step into their balanced whole being. And I can't think of a more wonderful calling and purpose to have than something like that. So it gives me great pleasure to introduce to my people, my wonderful and beautiful girlfriend, the, the, the fabulous and loving enemy. Mm. Based on Thank you. <laughs> um, ah,
1: so, <laughs> my journey to being a health coach, it um, actually started without me even realizing it. Um started a few years ago um, when my life kind of took what could be perceived as a rocky turn, um, so to speak. Um, but I made the decision to leave my marriage. Um, uh, it had sometimes, you know, everything has, is a chapter in our lives, right? And that chapter, um, was coming to an end. And so I was going through a divorce. Um, anyone who's been through that knows it doesn't matter what side you're on of that. It doesn't matter if you're the one choosing to end it, or if you're the one, um, if you don't want it to end and it's ending anyways, it, regardless of the situation, it's painful and it's, um, It's difficult. Um, And for me, it put me in a place uh, where my health was suffering. And by my health, I mean every aspect of my health, my emotional health, my mental health, my spiritual health, my physical health. And actually, I'll backtrack a little bit. All of those areas of my health were already suffering. Um, But the divorce, the end of that um, almost 10-year relationship, is what kind of brought all of that to a head um, and made me start to realize how out of balance my life actually was. Um, So I was in this place of really a lot of inner turmoil um, and facing things that I had buried for a long time, wounds from the past, inner struggles just a lot of pain a lot of you know because it's sometimes we think that it's easier to push that stuff down we think it's easier to um, we don't want to face the ugly we don't it's it's not fun it's not the pretty parts of our uh of our life and and we don't want to feel it a lot of times feeling it is um it's painful and so when we start to look at those wounds and we start to allow them to come to the surface, um, it requires feeling them. And so that's what started to happen for me at this time in my life. And I had always had a focus on, you know, for for several years, you know, I had focused a lot on physical fitness and um, physical, you know, working out and all of that. And I didn't realize that I was actually using that as an escape. Um, I wasn't happy in a lot of other areas in my life. And so my escape was um, going to the gym and thinking that I was being really healthy, right? Come this divorce and this emotional like turmoil and I no longer had the physical strength or the emotional strength to, to do that. So what had been my crutch, so to speak, for all of those years um, was no longer able to be my crutch. I, I was finally um, having to look at the deeper parts of me and the, the bigger, the wounds, the things that were not healed um, and were kind of running my life, so to speak. And I was running from them. And um, so I started started doing the deep, painful work of on the emotional part of my health and the spiritual part of my health. And that's a story in itself. I won't go into the details of that. But ultimately... That deeper, what I like to call soul work, Um, I actually have a program that I refer to as Whole Food and Soul Food, and it's that soul food portion that got me to a level of strength um, and brought back the ability to focus then on my physical health again, because I I was actually in such a low place that my closest friends know this because they were there for me through this. I was struggling to even go to the grocery store i used to you know meal prep every sunday for the week and suddenly like the thought of even preparing one meal was was super overwhelming um and so I, i felt like i had gone like a full circle like i i used to be so focused on my physical health and then i couldn't even muster the energy to take a walk um so i had to i had to kind of let that go in a way and focus more on the inner stuff um what was what was going on inside and then as i healed and things um i began to take charge of my my inner health then i was able to it brought me to a place where i was able to focus on the physical health again because it's all connected Um, everything, if, if one part is out of balance, then all the, every area suffers. Um, so that actually got me to a place where once I got through that and started focusing on my physical health again, then it was like, I knew that I had a bigger calling than what I was doing in my career at the time. I knew that, um, a life in the preschool industry was not going to be forever. That was, that was not my end-all goal, right? And I wasn't sure what that was. <laughs> I wasn't sure what that was. Um, but as I continued to do the work and ask myself, what are, what are my passions? Like, I had never taken the time to do that. It's, it's so easy to just do what we're good at, right? And I had been in the preschool industry for so long. I knew it. I was familiar with it. I was comfortable with it. It felt safe. Um, and it's very easy to stay in our safe place, whatever that's been for us for all these years. And it takes a lot of courage to let yourself even start to think beyond that comfort zone. Um, and I did start to think outside of that box. Okay. What outside of this? So I know I'm good at this. I know I can do this but where is my passion? What am I, what do I want to bring to the world? And I started thinking about my story and my journey. And I knew that that was going to play a part in it, but I wasn't sure how. And then ultimately, you know, as I started to focus on my passions and all of this, I um, started exploring the idea of health coaching. And once I started to explore that, it's like, Synchronicities started popping up. I randomly listened to a podcast that I by someone I had never listened to before. And it was very oddly on health coaching and her journey as a health coach. And I was like, oh, interesting. And on that podcast, they were talking about this certain school. And so I started to research that school. And I felt really aligned with everything that school taught. Um, and then just things started popping up on Facebook. Like I just started getting all of these synchronicities, um, uh, signs, yes, popping up, and I, I I, knew that I was being called to um, step into that role of health coaching, and so I also knew that I wanted um, my health coaching to, I'm sorry, I'm taking a lot of time, I also knew that I <laughs> wanted um, my health coaching journey to I wanted to reach women who were on or had been on a similar journey as I had been on. Um, I knew that the, um, the toll, I guess, that my divorce had taken on my health. I knew everything that it had brought to light and I knew what I had struggled with and I knew what I had faced and what I had worked through. And if I was facing that and working through that, I knew other women were too. And so I wanted to, um, I wanted to be a resource. I wanted to be um, just provide guidance and support based on my own journey. And that's what brought me to what I do today. Um, All right. (laughs) (laughs) So that's Heather, guys. So that's me in a nutshell. And there will be Mm -hmm. more. I mean, gosh, well, there'll be more coming out about both of our stories and our journeys, eventually, how we came together. And Mm -hmm. and that's a whole other episode. But you see us here today um, with fruit. Um, in these mugs is uh, warm lemon water. And so the point of coming on here today-
0: I like to put sea salt and uh, agave honey in my? Yes. For you.
1: Um, we want to share a little bit about our daily routine, our morning routine that we practice every, literally every morning.
0: We like to call it a healthy start.
1: Yeah. Um, and how how this routine came to be was just at, as a couple, as we started um, reading together and exploring things together, and each of us were on our, our own individual journeys, but then um, kind of taking our individual interests and, you know, combining them and they became shared interests. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've got my coffee too, so... <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Actually, I didn't drink coffee. We're double fisting. Um, But with my um, kind of my physical health journey, um, I developed an interest in Ayurveda.
0: I had been interested in Ayurveda and the sutras. I had actually been reading a book on the sutras. So the fact that she was now talking about Ayurveda, I was like, well, this is perfect. This is why you're in my life.
1: Yeah, part of the reason.
0: Just more evidence.
1: Yeah. Um, but we started to learn um, The uh, some of the um, daily routine um, habits, I guess, that Ayurveda um, kind of teaches and believes in. Mm-hmm. And we started incorporating them. And one of the main um, one of their Ayurveda is uh, has a very large focus on uh, your morning start, like how you start your morning is plays such a big part in the rest of your day. And we've adopted this Ayurveda routine of the first thing we put in our bodies in the morning, every morning, is warm lemon water, and as well as fresh fruit
0: it's the enzymes going in your stomach right so that you're able to digest things easier right because fruit is a already a very you know kind of easily digestible substance right so you chew it up and swallow it you've just woken up so your stomach isn't ready for a big meal yet you know even though we love those pancakes and french toast i know you know hush <laughs> browns and all that right but if you make sure the first 45 minutes is nothing but fruit you get the enzymes going inside the stomach so that you're able to digest things more easily and your stomach's already going. And it, not to mention organic fruit in the morning. I can't tell you how good I feel after having my fruit in the morning. Mm-hmm. So, so we wanted to share with you, we've got some organic blueberries, organic raspberries, strawberries, kiwi, blackberries. Sometimes we have mango, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's tasty stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Um- So fruit is the first thing you should put in your body in the morning, at least 45 minutes before you put anything else in your body. And that is because it gets your, the fruit gets your digestive juices going and it kind of wakes up your body, so to speak. Um, And 45 minutes before you eat anything else, the reason for that is your body has the time to process the fruit. And um, take, absorb all the nutrients from it before you're adding anything else to your body. Um, And then the lemon water. So it should be warm lemon water. If you want, you can add some salt to it. He likes to add agave nectar to his. um, But yeah, just a sprinkle. Um, Not a lot. He's got it. It's really to your taste. Um, I sometimes add salt. Most of the time I don't. Um, but it is it is good for you if you do. Um, but the point of the warm lemon water is in the night our we we dry out, our tissues dry out. and the the warm lemon water hydrates our tissues um, more effectively than cold water does. And the lemon actually acts as a pH balancer. So our our pH levels tend to be higher in the mornings and so by taking in that that lemon in the water it brings that down and balances our ph levels out um while the warm water is um hydrating our tissues and essentially what it's doing is waking our body up it's telling our body it's time to go it's time to get started um also not to mention the vitamins that we get from the lemon um and like lemon is a liver cleanser. So it's um, just a great way to start the day, like cleansing um, your system. It also, if you have issues with um, bowel movements, it gets that going as well. Um, it can stimulate those digestive fires. Um, and it just, it wakes up your system, especially along with the fruit that is, is doing that as well. And it's getting you ready for a good meal and um, just getting you ready for the day. Um, and so physically, that's that's how we start our day on a physical level, like nourishing our, our bodies on a physical level.
0: But on the mental yeah. level, right? This actually goes into the uh, the aspects of her program, right? The whole food we're just talking about right now, everything that's good for your body, good for you know the whole body, right? That's the whole food. And the soul food, right? That goes into more of the etheric, into the more, you know, your mind and your mental and how you show up for yourself in the day. And so one of the best things you can do, I'm sure you've heard of many times, is journaling, right? But let's talk a little bit about journaling, right? Because there's many different ideas of what journaling can be, right? That journaling can be this thing where you're writing your deepest, darkest secrets and it's my, you know, it's my diary, right? Remember the diary when you were a kid? That's what we always called them it's like, I remember having a diary. I was like, I would just write things that were so secret. If anyone like even knew, I have like, that's mine. Those are my secrets. Stay away. Right? And so it is, it's a very kind of sacred place that you communicate to yourself. And when I talk about communicating to yourself, I'm going to go into a little bit of like the um, Ayurveda and into the sutras, right? So we are not our thoughts. If this is the first time you've ever kind of really heard this idea, then let this kind of open up a new world for you. We are not our thoughts. We are not our emotions. Now, what we are, we are the observer of those thoughts. We are the observer of those emotions. In other words, we experience these things, but we are not those things, right? And so if you understand that, then when you're journaling, you're talking to who you really are. Okay, and what starts to happen is who you really are talks back to you. It's kind of cool, right? So, in other words, you can think of it like it's a place for you to talk to your soul, and for your soul and your spirit to have a conversation, right? And the beautiful thing about a journal is it's an accountability um, place. It's it's about self accountability, right? Um, You know, we've all heard about having an accountability partner, like maybe for the gym, or if you're you know doing some sort of program. Especially nowadays, um, you know, self-development is really becoming a very culturally popular thing. But guess what? It's actually good for you. Right? And so we have accountability partners. But the thing about accountability partners, you can fall off from that or you can feel guilty that you haven't done something. So you kind of like avoided it or or you fall off altogether, right? Self-accountability is different because you don't have to beat up on yourself because you didn't get something done, but you can just, you know, let yourself know. Right. that uh, You know, I didn't I didn't quite get accomplished today what I wanted to get to accomplished. But you can also say, but I did get this accomplished. And so it's a way of celebrating the little victories along the way. Right. And and continuing to keep yourself on track. I can't tell you how much this journaling has transformed our lives just Mm -hmm. this year alone, because it's given us a place to put down ideas and thoughts. You know when you have those brilliant ideas and thoughts and you don't write them down and then you're like oh what was that what was that brilliant idea that I had right what was that what was the thought that I was thinking about right but when you have it in a journal not only is it there right but then you can actually track your progress right because so many times we'll start to work on something and if we don't have a way to track our progress we kind of forget that oh yeah I was working on that or we kind of forget where we're at with it you know and if you're not really aware of where you're at with something, you tend to just kind of forget it and other things come in and they become more of a priority. And then you start working on that. And then, hey, guess what? You might forget about that as well. So this, the other part about this is when you do start to have all these different ideas, right? You can't do them all at once, right? So we, all, you, know, you ever heard that feeling of being overwhelmed and feeling overwhelmed? People talk about it all the time. I'm so stressed at work. I'm so overwhelmed, right? Another beautiful thing about the journal is that it gives you a place to say, OK, you know what, today I didn't get anything done with, you know, Project A, but I started Project B and I'm so excited about where this journey is going. And then the next day you're like, I worked on more on Project A, Project A is going great. I didn't get to Project B today, but I'm excited to get back to that, you know, tomorrow. And so it's a place for you to be able to keep track of what's going on in your life, right? And like i said when you write things down it actually has a direct connection to your subconscious mind so you can also write things in here that you are going to affirm for your life like positive affirmations like positive intentions for your life you know abundance flows to me and abundance flows from me um i i lead with intention from my heart the energy of my heart in all things that i do so this is one of the key things that we do religiously and it's now become such a habit. You know, I, I get up a little bit early, I, I, I fix our lemon water, I fix our, our fruit, and then I'm, I always have about 15 minutes to sit down, journal, and then I read. I read for about five, 10, 15 minutes before I head off for my day. And I tell you what, I head off on my day so positive, so full, so like ready to face the day. Now is the day challenging? Yes, it's, it's very challenging. And I'm, do I struggle? Yes, I struggle. But my positive attitude doesn't go away. Do I have moments where I might, you know, curse out an inanimate object? Yeah. <laughs> but if I get upset with someone else, like for cutting me off, it it's, it's instantaneous. It's like, hey, you jerk off, have a nice day, <laughs> right? It doesn't last. And I can tell you that before, the transformation of myself which is why i'm a mindset transformational coach myself just like her journey you know to empower women because she's empowered herself before all this i would get upset about something and that would linger with me and as i'm upset about something and i would have it lingering with me something else would happen which would get me upset and i'd be like oh of course you know on a day like today that's gonna happen too and now i got two things lingering on me and i'm starting to weigh down and you know i come to the end of my day and i'm just like Ugh. So glad the day's over. And all I wanna do is watch TV and escape. And I eat some food and I watch TV and I escape and I go to bed and I try to sleep as long as I can. And that was my life, but not anymore. Mm -hmm. Now I'm excited when I wake up. I have a positive morning routine that I'll share with you at another time that really gets me going. It has to do with breath work. It has to do with connecting to the source of energy that you are connected to, that we are all connected to at all times, right? And now I go through the day, I get challenges. I take them on. I struggle. As soon as the struggle's done, I'm still upbeat and positive. I come home. I'm so excited to see the love of my life when I come home, you know, but that's something that I've created. I've created by You know, filling myself full of that love and knowing that I am worthy of love and that I am a lovable being and love and loving and all the lovable things you can be, right? Um, And so that's brought us together now because her whole food and soul food is vital for you to have your wellness of being. And in order to maintain that, your mental state of being is what is important. So that kind of brings us into talking about the actual states of being today are Going to work. <laughs> have a good day. Um, so that brings us to what we're going to talk about today, uh, which is states of being. Okay, there's multiple states of being, and so I'm gonna ha- let Heather kind of take the ball with this and talk about the states of being that she would like to talk about, and I'll chime in, you know, here and there. This is conversation with Bob Buddha and BB. So um, you know, we're just gonna we're gonna have a conversation now about mm-hmm. the states of being.
1: Um. And this is something that we're going to go more in depth on in, in coming weeks, because um, you can absolutely spend a fair amount of time on, on each one. Um, but for an overview on, and this is something that, this is why we're here together, because this is my my program focuses on all of these um, states of being. And then his does as well in a, in a way. So it ends up, I don't they, they really go hand in hand. Um, and we'll have in coming weeks, we'll have like some um screen shares um to share with you and things like that. but um a general overview of the states of being are emotional wellness, mental wellness, physical wellness, spiritual wellness. And then within each of those, we break it down even further um with within. Those areas, then we also address things like financial wellness, um, social wellness, um, exercise. Sorry. Um,
0: trying to give you guys a good view of them.
1: I was very comfortable, leaned <laughs> back against the couch. Um, so each of those broader categories, we break it down into even more detailed um, categories. And because everyone, and we've learned this, and and we we work on this to this day. Like we are not experts. Um, we just know this has been our journey.
0: We are practitioners. We
1: yeah, that's a good word. Um, we have discovered, as as we've discovered that as we work on one area. Uh, it brings to light another area that we need to then work on and it, it's all connected. And um, so we're going to go into in coming weeks, you know, more detail on each of those, but what do you want to add? Um,
0: well, yeah, just like she said, you know, that the, a state of being is who you are in the present moment, right? So who I am mentally when I prepare myself for my day with the way that I use my morning routine That is my mental state of being, so I can go out into the day and I don't let um, thoughts go across my mind that are not in alignment with who I want to be. Now, in the past, those thoughts would go into my mind and I wouldn't even be fully conscious of them. And I'd sit there and ruminate on them, and I'd think about them, and I'd get all frustrated and upset. And I'd be like, why am I getting all, why am I upset about this? Why why are things upsetting me? Well, it's because I was letting these thoughts ruminate inside my head without being aware of them, right? So a mental state of being is being aware of your mental state in that particular moment, in every moment. So it doesn't mean the thoughts aren't going to come because here's the thing. Thoughts are random. Guess what? Thoughts aren't your own. Thoughts are these things that just come because they're programmed, because they're conditioned. And they're just all these things, all these beliefs that are not your own. They're something that you've been conditioned to believe. There's all these programs that are conditioned into there. So these thoughts that are coming all the time, you can just be aware of them and have no, you know, emotional connection to them. Just be like, okay, I see you, but you know what? You're not in alignment with what I choose to be. So here's my deliberate thinking that I'm going to place in your in your you know position instead. And so thinking comes from you right that inner awareness right so you when you switch that and say no i'm going to think about this instead like let's say okay let's say something we all can probably relate to i'm so stressed about bills that's some so that's a thought that comes through your head right oh i'm so stressed about bills. i don't know how i'm going to pay this and then i stop that and say yes but that's not in alignment with who i am i'm going to say i'm so grateful that i have all the money to pay all my bills I'm so grateful that I'm able to you know, use the abundance of money flowing into my life to flow out to all these people who are offering me this wonderful service that makes my life better. Do you see the switch there? That's a mental state of being that is in balance and, and, and you know, empowered, right? And then same thing, emotional state of being. Right? If you go, if you wake up in the morning and you're already being like, oh God, another day Monday, I can't, how many do you look at your Facebook and, oh, look, so-and-so's on vacation in Bali and I'm having to go to work and deal with well blah, 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 right? Your emotional state of being starts to take over. And guess what? Our emotions actually resonate they actually send out an electromagnetic signature from our bodies we are we are an electromagnetic machine but you're not and we'll get into a lot of detail about this later on in terms of energy right energy centers chakras if you've ever heard of that kind of stuff but when you start like that, your emotions are sending out a signal. And guess what? Just like she said, things started to come to her, like started to synchronize, right? Same thing. If your emotions are starting out that way, guess what? Have you ever noticed how if you start that way throughout your day, little things happen? They're just like, oh gosh, like someone's coming in late or now I have to stay late or things like that. Because you're sending out a signal and guess what happens? We are a magnet we magnetically attract to us those things that are in alignment with the frequency of the energy that we're sending out okay so that's an emotional state of being and then hey guess what there's a, such a thing as a financial state of being right because don't think of finances as cash don't think as finances as you know wealth or whatever think of it as an exchange of goods it's an energy exchange just like the ocean flows in right? And then the ocean flows out. So finances and abundance of finances flows in, you use that money and it flows right back out. Don't be a hoarder. Don't be in the scarcity mindset where, oh, I need all this money. I need, I need, I need, I need to hold on to it. Well, guess what? You you fill a cup full, all it's doing is going to overflow and you're not going to have any extra, right? That mentality, right? But if you're letting it just come in and then you're pouring it out and you know, giving it to whoever is in need or using it for whatever it is that you you know need and want in your life, then that's you're in the the flow of that and you're in that 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 financial state of being that you know maintains you and keeps you healthy. But like she said. There's many aspects of life that we're going to go into next time because we don't want to take a long time with all these lies. This is our first one. So we went a little long because we wanted to introduce ourselves and tell our story. But, you know, from here on out, we're really going to be jumping into these different ideas and insights to help you start to empower yourself, right, to become your most powerful, you know, self. I'm going to be giving, giving you all the the mental aspects of it the energy aspects of it you know, and helping you really understand how all this all correlates with your present being of your life and of course she's going to be bringing you all these beautiful understandings of how you can relate it to your personal life you know we're not these like guru coaches they're like hey we got it all figured out and come on this is how you do it no we're we're going through the struggle ourselves all the time and what we've learned we're sharing with you so like she said next time we're going to dive into the circle of life that's super exciting and these states of being are going to fit into that circle of life so we're really going to be excited to share that with you is there something else you want to share no nope.
1: um we'll be back next sunday at 10 and we'll have our fruit we'll have our lemon water um if you if would you, like to like to join
0: us grab some fruit grab yeah. some lemon water we'd love to you know cheers you to uh, a, a good healthy morning start
1: yeah and feel free to comment we're we're not going to pay too much attention to the comments while we're talking um because we're not great at multitasking frankly <laughs> um but we will get back to them we'll read them um and we want to have a conversation with you guys um and we don't want it to just be us we, we're obviously doing the one doing the talking Initially, but we want it to be a conversation and answer questions or receive comments. Um, and especially if you start practicing some of this in your life, we would love to um, You'll talk about that. Taste the fresh fruit in the morning, fresh in the morning is yeah, it's the bomb.com. So, but I think on that note,
0: this has been conversations with Baba Uda. Baba and BB, Baba B, and this is Baba Bibi with your and me. Yes, thank you for joining us. Happy Sunday. Namaste. Be masters of your will.